Hello and welcome back to the 8th episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. I'm joined again by my co-host Raptor. How's it going everybody? We're back for another. Yep, and this week we'll actually have a little bit of uh, diverse content. We're going to be talking about a little bit of football towards the end and we're going to start with some basketball. Let's get right into the basketball. Let's talk about the... well, I'll call it a slaughter because it was a slaughter last night between the Clippers and Denver. Didn't exactly go how I wanted it to, but I guess it wasn't meant to be. Well, what did you think about uh, it? It, it? Well, um, how do I put this nicely? After watching the highlights, I don't blame you as much for getting pissed off at Paul George. He couldn't shoot it in the ocean, night. Well... You can miss a shot, and then you can also hit the top side of the backboard, but that's a separate thing, too. I mean, good God. I don't know how he... See, he didn't even look like a max player last night. I get Kawhi had a bad game, too, but at least Kawhi wasn't missing the rim by, like, five feet. But the the, the Clippers are 0-8 in the limbing games now where they could possibly move on. This is their third time choking a 3-1 lead. All under Doc Rivers. Um... I don't know what's why he's still there. To be honest, I don't know. He, I, don't, I guess he I don't see what they see in him to keep him there. Still, so. I don't know either. And I don't know. I, There's not really a good choice to re- replace at the moment. I don't know who they. And really like get. you were saying last night, off the pod, you were talking about how a lot of inconsistencies were also a thing. Yeah, Lou Will shot like, like about less than ten percent from three point range. The and Montrez didn't do half of what he. Montrez really and Lou were down by like ten a game the whole series, both of them. So that's twenty. That's a twenty game. points right there, like you said. Yeah. I was. I had them start of the year, no doubt in my mind. They were going. And but I, I never... can't take anything away from that Nuggets team, though. That's twice no. in a row. They've came back from 3-1. Like, that's some elite stuff. I'm not going to lie. Well, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit more. I mean, Jokic had 20 rebounds. That's the most in, like, I think 21. 15 years. <laughs> 15 years in a in a semis, I think, or maybe it was So he's not only the whole. best passing center. He's, like, Yeah, he had some pass. Like he was triple-double last night. He had 20, 20 and 10. And Jamal's really showing himself and really proving well, if himself. If he can right stay now, consistent, he's fine. It's just the only issue he's had is his inconsistencies. He's had a lot but of that. But that means they have a good enough roster, like of talent wise, that like if he has one of those nights, usually Jokic can pick it up or Gary Harris or Nikola Jokic in some nights too. It's just that team is so diverse with like the offensive weapons they have. They can play defense with the best of them. They literally destroy. Well, when Jokic focuses, because that first game he was pretty bad with his rotations. But yeah, after but that, the game to get them up. to Game Seven, did you see the stats? Not a ton. I think sixty-eight had... to thirty-two in the second second half. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was bad. Like that. Like I get it. What you said about the focusing, but he was focused that night, and that defense was just clamps. Like I don't yeah. know what else to say about that. <laughs> And Murray, if he can keep it at that level, it's hard to stop him. And we yeah. haven't even seen Michael Porter Jr. really play that well the whole series. He did okay. He had that one, I think it was either five. I think it was five. Maybe it was six. At the end of the game, he was the one who hit the three, had the block, and he was just... Yeah, and he said after the game, it probably wasn't a smart shot, but I was already halfway through the shot, and it just didn't matter anymore. He's got the shot. I, was, I remember him back in high school. He could shoot the lights out. He was the reason they won that game. Yeah, and I mean, this is a good team right now, but they've got a lot of young guys coming up like Bol Bol and other guys that are just going to keep them right in this position and in the future. I'm interested to see what they do against the Lakers, though. Yeah, Lakers fans are already writing them off, and I – well, I would say the media is, but the sports media is out of L.A., so they're basically Lakers fans, too. But To be fair, I wrote them off against the Clippers, but who didn't? Well, they, they look a little more dangerous to me now. If they would play the way they do in uh, demolition elimination games all the time, then they'd be... I don't see a team that could beat them, <laughs> honestly. Well, it's going to be... It's gonna be f- 
fun to watch them against the Lakers because I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know. And everybody was saying today, I was watching a lot of, like, on on Undisputed and stuff like that. Like, the herd. Are you watching Shannon Sharp with his goat bond? Did he wear the goat head today? Uh, no, actually. I'm surprised. He was talking about the Nuggets, but that's not my point. He was saying, I think it was, who, who said it? I think it was, it was the Hurt. I, I forget who. The Coward? Hurt with Colin Coward? Yeah, yeah Ca- Coward. He was talking about how the C's have kind of cleared for LeBron. And let and let me say this before you give your opinion. Cause I know you get no, I'll let you go. I'll let you go. But. He, he was saying how, like, the C's cleared for LeBron, right? Because, like, no matter what, like, no no matter if we like LeBron or not, he's had to deal with some flaky teammates, ask JR not knowing what's on the clock. Two, he's had to deal with injuries. He's had to face teams with three to four Hall, Hall of Famers on them. He's had to sometimes do it on his own, let's be honest. And he's had, like, guys like Kyrie, so he's never really done it on his own. It's just, like, the... The injuries have really killed it. Well, every so, time he wins, he AD, always has a duo. But no, but having AD healthy, and like Giannis, like the rim, the the rim stuffer, the offensive monster he is, and then you have the Clippers that were built to stop LeBron. They're not here, so everybody just kind of thinks that it's smooth sailing for LeBron. Now. Well, um, that block by Bam out of Bios is a little bit different about there not being a rim protector left in the in the uh, uh, playoffs. But manhood was taken from point five seconds. Yeah, that was. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, LeBron's. It will. It'll be interesting to see how they match up. I don't know. Because they were just they, saying, like, who in the are, playoffs has a Hall of Famer right now, like. Well, Jokic is a Hall of Famer. You think so already? But if you see, he's the best passing big man already. The only one that could uh, possibly be close to him with a big man was uh, Old Man Zabonis was pretty good back in the day. The only two guys I can see in the playoffs right now that have a chance at the Hall of Fame, and you might disagree me with one on the one, but Jokic is one, and Jimmy Butler's the other, like, closest. I'm not saying he is, but well, he's literally... What about Davis? I mean, I'm not the biggest Lakers fan, but I know Davis is damn good. I'm talking ones that he has to face. Oh, ones that he has to. Okay, I get that. Um, yeah, Jimmy's basically the only other closest one. I mean, yeah, Jimmy. I mean, I mean, if you look at it right now, Draymond's got a chance at the Hall of Fame. So it depends on who. Who wins where? I mean, if you can get it going for multiple seasons, that looks good. Like Bam, if Bam continues to be this way and the Heat swing Giannis in there and Bam still keeps going and they win championships, Bam could be a Hall of Famer down the road. Who knows? That team would be so fun. And in Denver, if Murray just becomes like uh, almost like Chauncey Billups back in the day, well, not exactly Chauncey. Chauncey's a little more playmaker, but he'd be a guy just putting up points. He might be able to questionably be Hall of Fame. I mean, if they when they let guys, I know people will say, and I'm a Detroit fan that Grant Hill should was is a Hall of Famer, but I I disagree. I mean, it was not good that he got injured, but I don't think he really had the accolades to get there. You did, you got injured. You didn't. You didn't win anything, but he made it anyway. See, when I think about a Hall of Famer, I mean, and this might be completely wrong, it might get flamed, but when I think of a Hall of Famer, I think of somebody who actually, like, no no, no shade to Grant Hill, but I don't really think of Grant Hill when I think of, like, past guys that have just made a difference. I don't know. I, yeah, I think it's even questionable to have Yao Ming in there, honestly. But that's a separate conversation. But he's for a seven separate... six. It's about the only reason. I know. He's there. Well, yeah, he was seven. Yeah. Why is Amirshan in there then? If that's the logic, I don't. Really if height really made a di- yeah. <laughs> yeah, just there's some guys in there in that, that case, I really don't think be should there, be in there. All those extremely tall guys. Yeah, I just really there's no there's some weird people in the Hall of Fame. I will say that, but yes. 
back on topic with the way we were at, we were talking about the Nuggets and the Lakers, but that's going to be, I think, even if the Lakers manage to take them, and I think it'll go to at least six. I think it'll be at least six. I'm going to say it's another 7-1 for the Nuggets. Well, I'm saying if the Lakers are heated, it'll be six. If the Nuggets are doing it, it'll go to seven. So either way, you're you're not giving the Lakers an easy one here. So no, I don't think it's gonna. I think they've gotten somewhat lucky in some ways with players inconsistency, which is is coupled by their defense and players' inability to score, which is out. Which the defense is in there. They have the ability to do the defense, but they don't have the ability to control people's inconsistency. No, I mean I had the Blazers giving them troubles, and then Dame and TJ just disappeared, and then... In well, Dame got series, injured, to be fair to that. He did get... Well, the game before he got injured, that game two was not very good either, so that's... The injury was a thing, but yeah. before that, he wasn't doing too hot anyway, but it's just... Yeah. I don't... And then the next round, he got uh, Russell Brickbook... Can't hit a shot. Him and PG should have been team. They should have stayed teammates. They were made for each other. Both of them break. Both of them are making uh, houses for the needy out there in Oklahoma City with all the bricks they made that they Big hit fact. in the playoffs and over time. I mean, I I've lost all faith in Paul George at this point. I I have. I, he's gonna. It's gonna take a lot for him to come back to where I think he's not a middle tier player in my mind. Yeah. I, See, I feel like, and like I get your disappointment and stuff like that, but I feel like you you might be going a little bit too hard on it. Well, yeah, I don't. I mean, it's not worth the. Hate, but I mean, you make max money, you gotta show up. That's all I'm saying. If you, I just he, he had like two good games, a whole playoffs, and I don't, I don't, I don't. Lou Williams didn't make me very happy either with what he did. And Montrez, I think part of Montrez's fault was that Doc Rivers cut his minutes down to 15 a game where he was getting 24 before the bubble. Once again, Doc Rivers. I yeah, the Doc's a little bit at fault for this. Doc's, Doc's he got said, a hand in coach, it, but he's... I will take any blame, and I'm like, it's, have you took blame for the last three times they choked this or not been able to win? I think he's been the coach for how long now? Uh, he went straight from there to Boston, from Boston to there. So I don't. Because they've most been, of they're zero and eight in chances to move on in the to the Western Conference Finals. So how how many of those were Doc? I want to say every five. Every one or of them. What? Every single one of them. He, he was, was there f- in nineteen seventy because that. Was oh, there one was seventy. There, there was one in nineteen seventy. Five? Oh, so it must have been three and four and oh yeah, I think, I think what it was is the Clips went up three zero. Back in the when the Lab City was there, and then they lost three in a row here. That's one of the ones they. But what is? And then in the seven. I'm just trying to think how how many of those have been docked because I feel like it's five or six. At this it's point. six. It'd be seven of them. Seven would be docked, seven and then the one have... was probably back when Bob McAdoo was on there. See, this back. is what I don't get. Seven, oh, and seven, and you still have him as your coach? Like, what? Well, I would say, I mean, it's not, I mean, I, mean, I get what you you're saying, but he's not at the Brent Brown level for me because he has come through at least once with the Celtics back in the day. So, I mean, he's at least showed that he has the ability to get there, but at yes, the same but time, since then, he it's was... been pretty bad. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, they blew up the team. It would that was a little bit of Ray Allen, a little bit of just weren't ready to go. But yeah, but it's just I don't know. I think I I I think the Clippers have to ask a lot of questions this offseason, and I guess we'll just see what they do. Um, I don't. It, Harold is a free agent. That's uh-huh. going to be an issue. Well, I mean, they have the option to re-sign him. 
Well, yeah, but somebody, I don't know what their cap is like and what their, um, how much everybody else will offer him. Maybe somebody will be dumb enough to give him the max. You could probably not that Harold's not a good player, but but the Clips, if they don't figure it out, they have no first round draft picks till twenty twenty seven. So that's not gonna be. This is a lot like when Brooklyn went all in, except Kawhi and Paul George are not the age that Pierce and Garnett were when they traded them. By the time they have another first round pick, I'm twenty four years old, and you're twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah, I have no, I have no remorse. <laughs> the way we think about that is just scary. The next time they have a first round pick, <laughs> I have no remorse for him. I, I really don't. I, I don't know. Yeah. They blew it. Yeah, they, they they're to, gonna have a have heck of a lot harder them. time because if they couldn't guard Jamal Murray on the wing, try guarding Stephen Clay next year. That's all I'm saying. Stephen Clay, and even, like, I, I, if they had made it through that and they were struggling like that, how were they going to guard Rondo or Casey? Like, oh, Casey P ain't going to make threes, but Danny Green even. Danny Green can't shoot a three for his life, so I think well, they'd be fine. There. He's getting, like, seven touches a game, and he's missing quite a bit. But if they had played defense like they did this series, he might have heated up. Yeah. But that's enough about the Clippers. They're one, two, three, Cancun. They're gone. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the West. Let's flip over to the East. Let's talk about Heat Celtics. The first game was I enjoyed them every minute of that. That was good. I well, first in. of all, props to the Celtics for beating the Raptors. I'm gonna say that now. Yeah, it was close. I, it could have went either I way. I respect the Celtics. Now that I look back, the way they played was hard and fucking gritty. The refs didn't help either of the teams. No. It was just a really good series. And I, uh, right now I'm going to say the respect levels I have for Jason Tatum are, woof, they are high right now. <laughs> yeah. Even after last, like, even, I know what happened, but even after that, still respect the guy for what he did for that team in our series. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, he had a good game last night. He just decided that he thought he could uh, take it in on Bam Adebayo with uh, what in kind 2K of his only would chance. be. I mean, it was kind of his only option. <laughs> well, he could have took a midi, but because Bam Adebayo's weight was already going downward, but he was he was looking for that slam, and it was he had an opening. Just Bam was he quick enough to had get in it, there. But Bam broke his damn wrist blocking it. <laughs> yeah, Bam, it was. It was like uh, in 2K when you try to take it up on a lockdown defender. With oh, takeover. speaking of 2K, real quick thing about Paul George. Yeah. Just a quick thing. You should have. Well, I sent I you. I saw. It, yeah, the, Mike Wang. Yeah, Mike Wang's like you should try out the shot stick. I I I, I laugh so hard. Oh yeah, on our, yeah, the backboard three we talked about. Yeah, earlier. but going back to the other what we're talking about, but I I decided to say that because that yeah, was hilarious. And, uh, a big part of this series, and it's the first game it showed. I think Miami's like nine and one now in the playoffs. That's, yeah, they only lost one. That's insane. And they barely lost that one. But Jimmy Butler went from in the regular season shooting twenty four percent from three to up to fifty six now. Did and you I, see the three last night though? He was like, oh, he was water last night. And you had a hero who stepped up big when Duncan Robinson got in the foul. Okay, Tyler Hero hit that one three ball, and I'm like, okay, he's here. I Hero, I mean, if Hero had had a little more points production, I think he could have made all rookie first team over none. But I, I, I'm honestly surprised he didn't anyway. But I can see why. But, but yeah, none had a really good non Oakland, Oakland University graduate. Or I, don't, yeah. I think he graduated. I'm not sure. Yeah, he played. That would have been his senior year, so yeah, he probably graduated. But either way, he left and went to the league. Undraft, that's a solid pickup. He he's do, he did well through the regular season, and he's been a little consistent for them, which has opened yeah. the door for Jodzic to come in, and Jodzic had 29 last uh, in game one. Jodzic is, I like him. Jogic is really Jogic has been good for years. He's just never been in a position to win. He's been in Phoenix. I think he's been in 
he was in Phoenix for most of the time. I don't think he's been anywhere else besides Phoenix. Most of his career was, yeah. Most of his career was wasted in Phoenix because Phoenix was mediocre. And now you see when he's with a good group of guys, what he can do. Yeah, I I like Miami's ball. Miami's ball movement is a big thing for me. They remind me if if anybody knows the basketball history that much, the seventies Knicks played basketball like the Heat do. They moved the ball around. Find the open shots. They've, uh, they take, I mean. The Miami Knicks... Heat, though, are scary to play against because they seem to be anticipating your move before you even know what your move is. Yeah, they've got really good defense. They were the second best defensive team by, by, uh, stats in the bubble besides the Clippers. And the Clippers didn't show up and the Heat have. And that's why the Heat are in this position. In the bubble, but you know the funny thing, throwing back to the Bucks for a second, they were the number one defensive team in the whole friggin' NBA the whole season. Yeah, and then I don't know. So it just goes to show that, I mean, and I've told you this already, and I know some people are going to disagree, but, and like I get it, and I'm not saying this just because my Raptors are up. Before anybody says it, this season to me doesn't, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, but to me, it doesn't, I don't know, prove as much as a full uninterrupted season. I don't know. That's just me. Well, if LeBron wins, I'm sure the LeBron fans will say differently, but I think But, like, think do you see hard. where I'm coming from? I think it it's, doesn't mean the same, but it also is different at the same time because it's a big wrench thrown at the players, so it's kind of... I guess it's got a different, it's like, I'd almost consider it like uh, winning a champ, it's in between like an NBA championship and a college championship for basketball. I mean, it's, it's there, but it's not, it just doesn't, I mean, the biggest thing for me. No shade to the heat, but do you think if this didn't happen that they would be where they are? I think they, the way they looked in the regular season, they haven't really fell off that much, especially like teams like the Bucks and well, I would I think say they the got Clippers. better in the bubble. They got yeah, because Obviously, you know, nine you know damn well Jimmy Butler did not not touch a ball for three months, like Chris Middleton says, and I call BS on that too. I think Chris Middleton just said that so he could fall back on it if he has a bad game, and he did have a bad game, so. Yeah, that's just my opinion. I mean, other people might be like, well, that's not true. To me, it's just... Well, the Heat's big thing when they find players, and I've heard people talk about Heat culture, even though they've only won three rings. I mean, there's teams like the Celtics got 17 rings, and they're out here talking about Heat culture. But they do have a culture there. They're a gritty team. Pat Riley likes guys that will work, and you don't have to get on as much. And... They finally been able to build that years after LeBron and the Wade era and Bosch and all them and everybody except for Haslam's cleared out of the original team. They've created a new type of type of uh, game plan that they follow and the people they want. That's why they do so well because they make sure they have They've pieces that fit. It's more about chemistry than, than talent level in some ways for them. The Heat are... They are full, and I mean full to the brim, of 3 and D stars. That's the way I think of that team. Well, yeah. Um, they kind of... I mean, I'm talking about the chemistry part of it. Their chemistry is close to that of the 4 Pistons with... The way Chauncey jived with Big Ben and Rip and Tayshon and Sheed. It kind of gives me a little bit of feel with this. I mean, they're running small ball. They don't really have double big out there. I think a lot of times they'll throw, who did they throw out there? Maybe Derek Jones Jr. to play the four, but they don't really run. No, they throw Jay Crowder out there, boss, man. But they throw him out there. So it's not, I mean, the game has changed, but I still feel like the chemistry aspect is what, ties them to the 04 Pistons for me. Yeah, they just know what, I don't know, they just know what each other are doing, what they're thinking. It's just really good chem. Yeah, and on the flip side, the Celtics have really good chemistry as well. They've Okay, they've, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they play well. Tatum's really I mean, I would say step up, but he's basically done this for most of the season, I think. 
Jalen has just been playing really Jaylen well. Jalen Brown is a big part of that. I'm not going to lie. I did not expect him to be quite this player when he first started in the league, but he's grew into that, and he's probably putting a lot of work in the gym to do so. Speaking of not going to lie about seeing a player doing something, when did Marcus Smart become Steph Curry? Well, I wouldn't exactly call him Steph Curry because he's had a few he is bad right games, now. but he has the ability to splash quite easily when he gets hot. Like that Which one game against weird, Toronto where he had the five in the fourth, but And then last night he had thirty and was shooting from like hash with confidence. Like what? Yeah, smart is uh I don't know. He's like uh, the guard version of Draymond, except he's more of a shooter than Draymond is. He t- he, f- he flips out the rebounding for shooting. That's how he differs from Draymond. But he's the guard version of Draymond, and I think that's you need guys like that. They're the glue guys. You need glue guys on your team. Get out there and do yeah. the stuff that not everybody wants to do, like Fred Van Fleet does in in Toronto. Guys like that, Lowry. Guys like. Guys what like, does Van Vliet do that not everybody wants to do? Well, the, the elite defensive part is what I'm saying. Like, That's more Kyle, because nobody really wants to step in front of well, a big the, man on the lane. Well, I remember what Van Vliet did to Curry last year, so I'm not going to say he's not one of the defensive guys. But I wasn't going to bring that up. But... but, yeah, you got guys like that, and you... There's guys like that all over the league. You could say Mike Kyle Conley's once again, like the that. Charge league. Still not on the NBA defensive team. I... Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know what they're looking for when it comes to that. I, I don't know. The NBA teams are kind of... Uh... Pascal made it on the second team, though. Well, yeah, NBA teams are uh, debatable heavily. It's usually heavily favored to uh, big market teams, and uh, some player like Giannis is just absolutely on a tear. It's like that's why Beal and uh, D Book never get the nods for the All Stars as much because they don't have the uh, media coverage like other guys do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the NBA's. That should be. I don't know how this Heat series is going to go. If Miami plays like they did last time, I don't know that it's going to go much more go than five. Based on the. You got the C's? Yeah. That's fine. But I mean, everybody's got their opinion. I just. I got Miami. I'm riding that train hard. I know. You've been riding it for a while. Uh, Even before this bubble thing started, so. Well, I just, like I said, I mean, it's hard for me not to root for a team. That reminds me of 4 Pistons, but I, I really think Jimmy Butler is going to be a huge thing for that. And if Bam can play defense like he does, I think it's going to be a real issue because that Celtics team is good, but they got to stay consistent. <laughs> Which they did that whole series against the the Raptors, except for one or two. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a hard one. I just if Miami plays like they did last night, it's gonna go. I think five. seven. All right. Either way, I really think it's gonna seven either way. I got Miami in five. That's me. You got Miami in seven. We'll come back to this next one. Miami, week. Boston, seven. What do you mean? Oh, you got, yeah, you got Boston. Yeah, got see, Boston. see what I'm doing? Yeah, Boston and seven, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're trying to sway the boat here, I see. All right. <laughs> All right. We're going to switch it up to the NFL. Finally got some football back after a while. I mean, the colleges were canceling, now they're coming back. But we got NFL was ready to go from day one. They were really the first, I think, sports entertainment that was back when they did the draft, uh, whenever that was, I think May or so. They're really the only thing that just kept going for a while there. And they got going in this first week. Some of the, I'm going to go through every game and just list some important stats and then we'll get into it. But, um, First game, the, the Steelers and the Giants. It wasn't the first game, but it, I think it was actually on Monday night. But the Steelers beat the Giants 26-16, and Big Ben came back. He had uh, 21 
completions out of 32 tries, and he had 229 yards and three touchdowns. That That's Big Ben old. That's Big Ben when they had A.B. there. And a big thing for the Giants is that Saquon, Saquon Bradley – I'll, I'll edit that. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley averaged 3.1 yards a carry. That's not very good. He's supposed to be one of the best backs in the league, if not the top backs. So. Well, he's put with a pretty disgustingly bad team. So. Well, I think they're supposed to have a decent O-line because they're guarding that Daniel Jones, but I, they're going to need more than Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley to get anything done. Yes. All right, let's flip to the Rams and the Cowboys. Cowboys, America's team, lost 20-17 to because they let Jared Goff go off for 422 yards against them. And they also let uh, a running back I'd never heard of before. This Malcolm Brown had two rushing touchdowns. I think they, they got rid of uh, Melvin Gordon went to Denver, so they had to figure out somebody. But I didn't think they'd have a running back just ready to go for two touchdowns. And Goff, that's like Super Bowl Goff going for 400 yards. I don't – we'll have to see him against uh, – the Cowboys look pretty horrendous that game. I mean, Zeke had a pretty good game running, but their defense was not giving Goff any issues. I don't know what's up with that. But the Cowboys, they got their new coach, but, I mean, if they're doing that, they haven't changed one bit. So I also heard that they didn't let Dak throw deep very much the whole game. So that's not the best view for Mike McCarthy, the new coach. I mean, Dak isn't really consistent going deep anyway. Uh, he did all right last year. He was pretty good deep. I mean, they didn't really let him throw a deep at all. That was the big issue. And they lost by, I mean, they needed to be a little more aggressive because they only scored two touchdowns. True. Um. Now, this one, now the Chargers and the Bengals, I mean, it's not really a match. That's not going to be primetime matchup, at least not Pretty yet. two iffy games, but Joe I mean, Burrow is in it, so I mean. Yeah, I mean, you got to see rookie Burrow. He lost 16-13. to 13. The Chargers won, but in his debut, he had he uh, 23 completions out of 36 uh, attempts. He had 193 yards, and he rushed for one TD. I think it was like 15 yards or so, and he only threw one interception. So it wasn't a horrible game, and they were within the uh, the ability to win the game. So I wouldn't consider that a horrible start. I feel like if they can get him more pieces, you might see the Bengals do something because if he did that right off the bat, that means he his game does translate from college. He's not going to be a Manziel or uh, even now uh, – Baker Mayfield. I mean, Baker's got to show himself a little more. We'll talk about that later. But, yeah, it's nice. I like Joe Burrow a lot. I'd like to see him do well. Um, Yeah. But then on to the Saints. The Saints in Tampa Bay got to see Brady's first game in the nude uniform, and it didn't go too well. The Saints won third. 34-23, 34-23, and Brady threw two interceptions. He was just taking over for Jameis Winston that game. But the whole offense just looked horrendous for Tampa Bay. They couldn't get anything going. Mike Evans didn't really do that much. He was That was supposed to be the guy. He's supposed to be dropping it off to Mike Evans, and that just didn't work. Gronk. I didn't see that much about out of Leonard Fournette either. They had talked about signing him, and it didn't really show well, Leonard up. Leonard Fournette isn't a big star to begin with. Well, he could still rush a little bit. I would think he could get at least 50 yards. And Tom Brady, yeah, he's really working out. Well, yeah, Tom, he, he'll figure it out. they got to get him into the offense. They didn't have really a training camp enough to get him used to any of the players a ton. Yeah, but he's supposed to be the greatest of all time. Well, I mean, I think he's already proven that pretty well with six rings, but this is just anything else is just cherry on top of the cake. He's going to be the best QB of all time. There's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to touch him. Even with those rings, I don't think he's the best of all time. Who do you have over him? Who's better than him? Manning. Manning only got like two rings. Montana? Oh, no, not Montana. Montana, you got, uh, what is his name? 
have to cut this. Definitely, definitely don't have Brett Favre over him. Well, no, I'm trying to think of his name. He's, uh... Eli? No, I'm thinking pass. Terry um, Bradshaw was pretty good. He won four Super Bowls with the Steelers. I think that was during the Iron Curtain, too. But it just, I mean, there's a lot of players that are good and really got put in a position, put in a position to be really good. But it, a lot of it depends on what where you're at. Yeah. I mean, that's why Brady was so good because he's got the greatest coach of all time with him. And now. And now he's. I mean, it's one game, and it was against the Saints for one thing. You got Drew Brees, Michael Thomas. You got Kamara. Kamara went off. I don't have the stats in front of me, but he had a pretty good game. He caught passes, too. I think he had, like, two touchdowns. But yeah. I want to see Brady against uh, – just I'd like to see him in the offense against the worst team, not the Saints. That was a hard first matchup. Yeah, but then when you say that, it's like, can he handle the good teams then? Well, it's the Saints. I mean, the Saints, this is probably Drew Brees' last real run at it. So they're going to be People really have literally said that for the last three years. Well, <laughs> he almost retired this last season. So this is getting pretty close. All right, we're gonna we'll move see. on. What were you gonna say? Go ahead. I said I just I just said we'll see because I mean like I said, people have been saying that for the last three years, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't we'll know either, think. but it, it it, there is the writing is on the wall. He's only got maybe two more seasons tops. Um, yeah. All right. The another good game was the Cards who beat the Super Bowl blunder Forty Nine ers, twenty four to twenty. Murray had uh, 100 rushing yards. Kyler Murray had 100 rushing yards, and he threw to Hopkins for 14 catches and 151 yards. Thank you, Texans, for basically gifting Kyler Murray with a weapon. And now maybe the Cards will make the playoffs. I mean, you haven't seen that since uh, uh, Carson Palmer was there, I don't think. That's been a while. I like Kyler Murray. He was really fun to watch in college, and if he can get to that, if he can get to that level in, uh, in the in the big leagues, I mean, he could be kind of like a Lamar. He could run the ball pretty good. I mean, I don't think he. Yeah. he I mean, there's not going to be a lot of people touch Lamar, but he could be a player who people could try to use to mimic like Lamar. He, it's going to be hard to touch Lamar. And speaking of Lamar, the Ravens just absolutely torched the living hell out of the Browns, 38-6. to That's six. not hard. It's not hard, but um, it's still, that's pretty bad. It's still pretty bad. I mean, they should at least be able to stop him a little bit. But, I mean, it's Lamar, who was 25, 25 completions and tw- out of 20, no, I mean, 25 out of 25. 20, attempt, 20, 20 completions out of 25 attempts for 275 yards with three touchdowns. Seven carries for 45 yards. He was going off. He's absolutely popping off. That's I thought you he said does. he was perfect. No, he wasn't perfect. That was my bad. That was my – I said uh, – I'm going to cut that anyway. But. I thought you said man. Yeah, this goes out to all the people that said Lamar couldn't throw. I don't know. 25 for 20. 20? Wow. I cannot say. Maybe I'll just leave it in at this point just to sound stupid. But 20 out of 25. Who the hell said that he couldn't throw? That's, Never heard anybody say that's that. what the pre-draft said. They said he didn't have the best accuracy. And he just, that's 80%. <clears throat> I don't know what to say. That's just stupid. That was an oversight by a lot of teams. Good for the Ravens, though. Uh, Calais Campbell was there, but he only had, like, one tackle, which is kind of weird. I was expecting him to do a little bit more, but he didn't really need to on these Browns. They couldn't even put up a touchdown. (laughs) Yeah, Baker Mayfield kept leaving the pocket, which is not the best spot for him. He that's just stupid. He kept running to the right and trying to throw off his leg like uh, Lamar does and like other running QBs. But he he's like a Drew Brees. He needs to stay in the pocket and do his thing. 
Yeah, for yeah, for sure. Speaking of running quarterbacks, the Seahawks beat the Falcons thirty-eight to twenty-five, which is not a surprise. The Falcons are have had mental breakdowns since they lost the lead to the Patriots a couple years ago. They've never been the same. But Russell Wilson gave them another headache with three hundred twenty-two yards and four touchdowns, and he was rushing quite a bit. But he he was dropping dimes. He was just. Absolutely torching that defense. They had nothing to do. They could do nothing. Yeah, they just... I mean, the Browns aren't good as a whole anyway. But... Well, that's the Falcons. I'm talking about Seahawks, Falcons. Yeah, uh, damn yeah. But, like... The, the Falcons have kind of... Ever since that Super Bowl loss to the Patriots, kind of got downhill. <laughs> yeah, they don't... They can't handle it anymore. They've just... I'd get rid of the coach because he's just forever stuck in that. He's never going to get over it. I don't. Uh, the Falcons, they've got that nice, nice arena down there. They've got that thing sits like 60,000 mass capacity, I think. Not that they could use it right now, but that seems like a waste of a team for an arena like that. Okay. Huh. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, also, the Seahawks, I think J- Jamal Adams probably gave the Falcons fits. I don't have the stats in front of me, but that was, they just, that Seahawks team could go deep this year. They already almost went deep last year, and then they added Jamal Adams. We'll right. see. Speaking of another QB that did really well, the Packers played the Vikings, and the Packers showed the Vikings who the best, uh, best team in that division is they the Packers won 43 to 34 and Aaron Rodgers was on a tear because they decided to find his replacement 32 completions out of 44 attempts and he had 364 yards and four touchdowns and looked like uh, MVP Rodgers out there because he's not happy they brought in Jordan Love and wasted the draft pick and not got him any pieces he could use either that or he's just playing good well, he's got yeah, he's playing good, but it, I think he's got that extra motivation. It's Aaron Rodgers. No twenty-year-old's gonna take over Aaron Rodgers. Well, no. he's still, and it was <laughs> silly because he had four years le- left on his contract. Well, he's have three years more after this, so we'll see how that turns out for him. Probably yeah. like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was in New England, if he amounts to anything. Yeah. Uh, okay, the Bills played the Jets, and they won pretty easily, 27-17. to Josh Allen could not be stopped. He would had 33 completions for out of 44 attempts, 312 yards and two touchdowns. He had 14 carries for 57 yards. He, now he's decided he can run, and he had one TD. So the Bills look good. They could probably win that division if it wasn't for the next team. The Pats playing the Dolphins. The Pats won 21-11. to Cam Newton looked back at his old self. He had 15 carries for 75 yards, two touchdowns, and he was 15, 15 for 19 in completions uh, for 155 yards, and they beat the Dolphins pretty easy. I mean, the Dolphins shot themselves in the foot pretty good by letting Fitzpatrick throw three interceptions. But they're the one who decided to trust uh, Fitzmagic, and uh, Magic is dried up. Um, Quite easy, uh, Washington, the Washington football team played the <laughs> Eagles. And they won pretty easily. I think it was twenty-four to seventeen. I miss. I did not write down the score, but I know the Washington football team won. They uh they were led by uh they had a good defensive comeback. They were down seventeen to zero, and then they the Eagles gave up thirteen, gave up seventeen straight points to come back, and then uh. That defense of the Washington football team was pretty good. They sacked Wentz eight times. And uh, yeah. that was led by Ryan Kerrigan getting two sacks and one forced fumble. Uh, also, the rookie Chase Young had a fairly good game. I'm going to pull up his stats real quick. Uh, let me bring those up. 
Yeah, Chase Young had uh, four tackles, two QB hits, and one and a half sacks in his first game. That was a good pick for them. Um, and, uh, yeah, they beat the Eagles pretty good. Eagles fans were fairly tilted after that loss, and I don't blame them, to be honest. Not as mad as the Lions are, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, the Raiders beat the Panthers 34-30, to and, uh... The, that was led by the running back, Josh Jacobs, getting 25, car- 25 carries for 93 yards. And he outperformed McCaffrey, who only had two touchdowns. Uh, jo- Jacobs also had four catches uh, for 46 yards, and he had three TDs. So he was absolutely popping off for the new the Raiders. I think they were in their new stadium. Yeah. So that was pretty good for them. McCaffrey, I mean, there's not much he can do down there in Panthers land. I'm really actually surprised that him and Teddy Bridgewater could actually keep it that close. Yeah. uh, Speaking of QBs, the Jags beat the Colts, and the Colts' uh, new QB, Phillip Rivers, did not come through for them. He had two interceptions while the the Jags' QB, Menchu, had – Went 19 for 20. Minshew the goat. Minshew is good. Uncle Rico went 19 for 20 (laughs) for 173 yards with three touchdowns. I like Minshew a lot. He seems like he's a down-to-earth guy. He's one of them guys who gets in his truck in the offseason and goes out and fish. He's just a down-to-earth, really chill guy. And he's popping up. back to his trailer in the summers. Yeah. Well. Minshew the goat. Well, speaking of goats, I wouldn't, he's not there yet, but Mahomes is getting there. The Chiefs absolutely torched the Texans without D-Hop, DeAndre Hopkins, 34-20. to 20. That was pushed by the rookie, uh, like the Chiefs needed another piece. The rookie running back, Clyde's Edward Hilaire, had 25 carries for 138 yards and one TD. And Mahomes also didn't disappoint with 211 yards for three touchdowns usual yeah that's usual i mean the unusual part was the fact that the chiefs actually had an, a real running game i mean that's something they've never had and it just makes them that much harder to beat what to say team. it makes it even more scary so i mean yeah i don't just a I don't it's gonna be hard to stop the chiefs for years to come they just re-signed mahomes to that massive deal they re-signed uh who they re-signed they re-signed the Honey Badger, I think. Yeah. And they re-signed, uh, not Kittle, Kelsey. They re-signed Kelsey to that deal. Pretty good deal. So they're set for the long run. And the Texans uh, traded away their uh, future a little bit and decided to just be mediocre. <laughs> It's been uh, mediocre even with DeAndre, but... Well, yeah, but then they had an outlet to occasionally win some games, but now I don't see that happening as much. You never know. They have still have Deshaun Watson. Like, what? Well, Deshaun was getting sacked pretty good. He was getting a lot of pressure put at him, so they need to get the line in place if they want to be competitive. By the Chiefs. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that wasn't the best game to judge By them. The but, like, that's not a very nice first game. But they game. also, they, their wide receiver core was just, they didn't have, they had an okay wide receiver core before they traded D-Hop. But without D-Hop and with David Johnson, that's not, it's okay, but it's not yeah, really going to get it done long term. And I think I saved the best for last. This is a new uh, segment I'm going to call the Lions Den, where we'll track uh, the the uh, eternal sadness that is the Detroit Lions franchise all season. They started off with a good one. They were up 23-6 to going into the fourth quarter and gave up 21 straight points to Mitchell Trubisky, Money Mitch, who couldn't throw a ball at the broadside of a barn last year, threw 20 for 26 for three touchdowns. And to top all that, not only did we get beat by uh, mediocre Mitch, the rookie DeAndre Swift, who, for one thing, you should never pass it to your halfback unless it's Christian McCaffrey, 
dropped the game-winning touchdown with six seconds left after he had it in his damn fingers. I, I don't know. Matt Patricia's starting to look like... Uh, uh, who's the freaking Chiefs coach? Damn it. Andy Reid? Yeah, he's starting to look like... Aunt, yeah, Matt Patricia's starting to look like Andy Reid. I don't know. You would think a football coach would at least be in a weight room. No offense to him, but I just... He bulked up. That's all I'm saying. And he needs to uh, worry less about eating and more about fixing his plays. Yes, but at least Andy Reid is successful. <laughs> well, not Andy. I'm not talking about Andy Reid. Andy Reid had a damn good game with the Chiefs. I'm talking about mediocre Patricia over here who can't can't ever figure it out. I mean, I, I don't know why he still has his job. I don't know why he was there. I don't. They should have found somebody else. I wish we still had Joe Caldwell from years ago. Well, to be fair, Patricia has Matthew Stafford. Well, he still doesn't know how to use it. What do you mean, Matthew Stafford? What does that mean? Is that good or bad? The rest of the team is pretty... uh... Well, we didn't have Galladay this week, but I don't even know how long Galladay's out for, but that's the only wide receiver. We wasted Calvin Johnson for years. And now we have a winnable game, definitely winnable, because in the third quarter we were up 23-6, to and then uh, the kicker missed the extra three points. Not that it would have mattered. We would have lost by one point anyway, but it's hard to be a Lions fan. It really is. I don't know what to say. They did the same thing against the Cards week one last year. It was a tie, but a tie is basically just a slap in the face. Yeah. I just, I don't, I don't know why me and anybody who watches the Lions, just, we just wake up every year on first day and just expect the team to be different. But every year they just constantly just let us down like that. Every year. But it'll never change, so... Yeah, that's a that was a week in football. I that's about it. I mean, we already went over the NBA, and that's that was football. I'd like to thank everybody for watching. I'd like to thank uh, the viewer. I know somebody in San Francisco on the podcast watches everybody watches every week, and I know that somebody down in Dallas has been watching every week. So I'd like to thank everybody for watching, not just them, but especially them for being here. And I'd like, uh, if you could, go to the YouTube and subscribe and drop a like and a comment if you want to. And if you are listening on the podcast platforms. I'd like to thank you for watching again or for the first time. This has been the eighth episode of the 34 Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week.